Warning. This is not your normal podcast. Its purpose is to provide thought-provoking dialogue with a slighted perspective. Here we encourage influential conversations. Give us a listen, like and share. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Welcome to CEO and the Doctor. CEO and the Doctor, Season 2, Episode 25, August the 21st, 2019. Welcome to the show. What's up, Will? Uh, glad you could tune in. Glad to see you got Facebook back. Uh, what's going on, <laughs> Big P? What's good, baby? Oh, man, I'm so glad to be back home, despite the fact that it's 100 and a million degrees out every day. Um, I was in Orlando last week. It wasn't so much Orlando, it was more about the hotel, the food, and the bed in that hotel. So uh, another speaking engagement, and it all went well. I mean, I made some more uh, more connections, so possibility of more speaking engagements coming up. Uh, like I said, I'm glad to be home. We missed last week, so viewers, listeners, we, we apologize for that. That one was on me. This was rushed. Not so much rushed. We had an agenda set, so we knew what we were going to do this week. Uh, we had to move it up to Wednesday. Um, some personal things going on with CO, um, so he's got to take care of those things. But we at least want to drop some heat on you. Um, like always, like always. Like, uh, yes, indeed, indeed. So uh, let's get with it, brother. Well, man, I'm, you know, as he's talking about, welcome to the show, Cyrus. How you doing, boss? Uh, I'm going underneath the knife again. The boy getting old, man. So I feel like every two to three years, it's time to tweak something. So I'm having a little procedure done. Um, good thing about that, I'm going to get a little time off, get to relax, uh, refresh. Um, so we only got a few more episodes in this season. Um, and then this one will be winding down. So, you know, you know, we'll be looking to come at you again season three probably towards the end of the year early next year with some new freshness some new hotness so we got about we're probably gonna do two more shows in this in this uh season before we go ahead and close out um but yeah that's my week man you're talking about hot it's been super hot so i was doing yeah. some research they said last month july was the hottest month on record for earth okay so if you don't think global <laughs> global warming is a thing <laughs> like you're, you're kind of you kind of being ridiculous because it's, a, it's yeah. a damn thing. It's um, it's a it's a pretty damn hot thing. Yeah, my light bill reflected all all of that extra heat as well. So uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not happy about paying that one here coming up in a few days. Um, but yeah, without you know any further ado, man, like you said, we got a great show this week. Uh, we're gonna get ready to roll it out. So you know how we do this. We always start with the flash. Let's get yes, it. Yes, sir. All right, Florida kid, you uh, you dropped a video on me. Um, through our, our social pages and uh, apparently 15 year old white kid voices a well he types a threat that uh, I'm gonna take this AR-15 
you know, and go shoot up my school tomorrow. At least seven of y'all. He said, yeah. I'm going to at least yeah. hit seven people. I'm going to get my dad's, yeah. um, my, my dad's gun, and I'm going to come kill at least seven people. Now, what happens after that, right? So you see... <laughs> Hey, you see, I, I, and I don't mean to laugh. I don't even right. mean to laugh because this is a serious matter. You see, so mom, excuse me, mom, yeah. mom's in her fields. You know, it, yeah. it, it's about a five minute video, and Definitely she continues to change yeah. throughout the entire video. But what happens is the cops are not, you know, relenting on this. They're saying, nah. "Hey, look, in the day and age we live in, the world we live in currently, this is not something that we could take lightly. So yeah. we're going to take your son to jail, and we don't care that you see him as just a boy, a good boy." Yeah, we have to take these things serious. I mean, we don't want to be you responsible for the next Parkland or the next, you know, whatever mass Sandy shooting. Hook. Yeah, Sandy Hook. Exactly. And so, yeah. you know, they they do they do their due diligence. They try to let her know the seriousness of this offense, and you know, the moral of that story is they end up taking him off to jail as they should. Yeah. You know, it, so yeah, exactly. So my thought so, process becomes: this is something that we have to continue to voice. Okay, we talked yeah. about the 18 to 35 profile. We talked about, you know, how these things happen. And so in order to get in front of that, law enforcement has to take leads like they got. Yeah. Okay. And it's it's in Florida law. If you if you have a written statement and that could be handwritten or in this case, you know, a virtual type yeah. thing, we're going to take written you threats. serious on that. Yeah, written and, threats. It's a felony it. offense. Absolutely. And they came in and scooped the little kid up. Yes, All right. So in uh, Arkansas, Four young Stand brothers are he's standing in the south. Four young brothers are walking around. You know, it, it's football season. All right, every 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 high school is getting ready for football season. So you know, this is fundraising time. So you got these four young men, uh, teenagers, walking through their neighborhood, walking through different neighborhoods, uh, soliciting donations for their football team. They happen upon one house. This lady's already called nine one one, reporting them as being suspicious. The, the, despite the fact that one. This is something that has gone on in this community for God knows how long. Two, two of the young men have on their football jerseys from the school. She holds them at gunpoint face down on the ground when the cops get there. The cops charge her reckless endangerment, danger, endangering um, the safety of a, a minor um, and some firearms charges. They take her off to jail, charge her. Um, she's out now, $10,000 bail. And in response to that now the case is ongoing in response to that the school is considering not doing door-to-door fundraising anymore so uh you know it's it's going to continue to happen but it's things like this that can we can always hope when they do happen um the 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 police response to it uh will deter other people from calling 911 and instantly assuming because you see four brown faces that they're instantly you know, suspicious and they're up to no good. And, and, you know, and this is a tough one, man, because, again, sticking with that phrase, the world we live in, you know, so and in the south, I know here in Texas, like this is like one of them. You own my property type states. Right. I got the right to do whatever. Yeah, I don't really same know here. what the rule same is. Same thing here. And in Arkansas. But my point becomes here, like th- something that we know to be a tradition. I walked around door to door doing this but i was also in my neighborhood too right you know so i'm not saying that you know i should have been you know naive to the fact that something could happen to me but i just felt more comfortable you know i don't know the the, the level of comfort comfortability i might have in a situation like this where i'm going to a neighborhood or places where it might be sketchy you know and again sh- there's no reason um for us to think that maybe she didn't have a fear 
But then to overreact that way and like point the gun at, at kids, have them down, maybe that's a bit much. But this is kind of like one of them one foot in, one foot out, you know, because there's been situations where people have been robbed, too. You know, like right. so again, like how do we really judge this? What's right? What's too much? What's not enough? Um, and so with this, you know, them boys were definitely I'm sure they were scared out of their mind. I'm sure they oh, yeah, that changed yeah. a lot for them. And going forward, they might have some difficulties getting over this situation. And so maybe Coach, the right I can't thing fundraise. Is, yeah, the, the <laughs> yeah. right thing is. To, yeah. to just steer away from the fundraising and do it a different way um because i mean that's just that's one of the things that's a hard that's a hard call um but yeah, yeah i think that was a bit much like putting them on their faces she could have just easily yelled out hey i'm not interested get off Stay my property, property something the yeah door. but but wielding yeah. a weapon putting them on their face threatening them to kill them the whole th- i don't know that's to me that's a lot way that's, that's way, that's way way too that's much way too much way too uh much. so we're gonna go to the east coast now Five right. years after, five years after the death of Eric Garner, uh, that, uh, that illegal chokehold, the officer in question has been fired by the police commissioner. Five years later. So, you know, in this situation, what is what is justice? Is justice just him being fired? Is justice um, him getting convicted on at least manslaughter, at least? Uh, what is true justice in this situation? What yeah. what? Five years is that way too long for this to happen? All right, we have to think about that entirety of of all of the cases we've seen, all of the the wrongful deaths we've seen, and we gotta think about what's normally happened. Those guys have just got off. They had their yeah. their paid time off. You know, mm-hmm. they were found not guilty. They're back at it now. Again, we can sit here and say more can happen. I.e., should he have real charges for what he did? Um, I.e., should it have been quicker? Then five years, we could we could we could say that, or we can look at what actually happened. At least this is one bad cop off the streets, right? Right. And yeah, hopefully definitely. we can we can use definitely. this use this situation, um, and say you know what one one department actually took a stand against this. Yeah, it might have took a long time, but they took a stand against this. They're not going to continue to ha- let these type of cops get away. And hopefully that can help to change because he, we know how these cars they they quick on the trigger. They're yeah. they're they're overpowering people. Like there was no reason. I think in the Eric Gardner thing, he was already you know being somewhat subdued by two or three, and this guy kind of snuck around him, jumped on his back, then yeah. put the chokehold in. It was a little. It was a little guy. Little, little guy. Little little guy yeah. jumped little on his back, syndrome. put the yeah. chokehold on him. Um, you know, and s- some people might think justice justice delayed is still justice. Right. In this case, it wasn't a to me. It wasn't about justice, giving justice to the family. This is about the optics of it. Now, you've been the, the, the New York Police Department has been dealing with this for five years. Right. Five years they've been dealing with this. Usually after a couple of years, it kind of dies down. Yeah. All right, whatever. And, and send him back to work. You know, he's he's tucked away someplace where nobody can see him or hear from him. Right. But this has been, I mean, a constant noise for five years for the New York Police Department. So they did what was right for them. Mm. They fired him. They didn't do anything for the family. That's true. Right. This wasn't about justice for the family. This is about quieting that noise down for the police department so they can go on to the next case of abuse. I I don't know if, I don't know all of the story. In my opinion. In in my opinion, have they had you know, civil suits? Has a civil suit started or anything like that? I, mean, I think I, the I don't family. Really know. The, I think the family's already gotten some money from from okay. New York City uh, okay. for for Eric Gardner's death, but um, no one was is, has been. This is the first person to even lose their job that was involved with his death. Right. You and know, again, the family. 
the family is still pushing for congressional hearings and things like that to to charge or to remove these other officers. They say that more needs to be done. If you if you look more into the story, um, his wife wants more to be done. Yeah. Uh, but this wasn't this wasn't in response to all right, we're going to fire this guy because of what he did to Eric Garner. We're going to fire this guy because he's a shitty cop. Well, you kept him around for five years knowing five he was years. a shitty cop. Yeah, and again, like I said, maybe delayed justice. Is some people look at it as justice. But they, we at least got to sit here and say at least they got yeah. him off the force, whether they right. had the right full intentions or not. Um, so, yeah, that's 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 kind of where we are with that, man. All right, on, on to some, some funny shit. Oh, are, we, are we switching? Man. We we in the news oh. now? Yeah, we on news news All now, right, man. Let me, let but the me, first update, <laughs> first iteration of news news. Um, wow. All right, so a study was done by this this underwear company called Tommy John, and uh, they polled a thousand people, and forty five percent of these thousand people said that they wear the same undies for two consecutive days. To go further, 13% of those 1,000 people said that they wear them for five or more consecutive days. Now, we <laughs> talked about pre-show. All right. I I might wake up on a Friday and have nothing to do. Right. Don't want to go to the gym. I'll stay in my pajamas. Man, I'll stay in my sleep pants and my shorts and my T-shirt, brush my teeth, wash my face, and that'll be the day. It'll be the day. That'll be the day, and I wake up Saturday, do the same thing. Hey, now listen, listeners, let's, let's take this. Let's let's be free here. All right, here's the deal. But I'm not <laughs> wearing shit beyond two days. <laughs> right. If you have one of those chill, relaxed days, you off from work, you ain't got nothing to do, you ain't leaving the house. Man, I don't know if you have. If you haven't, I'll just put it out there. Maybe I did. Yeah, I kept the drawers on for a day, day and a half, you know, push two, whatever. Okay, fine. Yeah. But I didn't have no real activity. If you yeah. have activity or you've yeah. been in this 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 smeltering heat all summer, <laughs> went outside, did some shit, lawn work, lift some weights, whatever you did, kept them draws on. Hey, hey. <laughs> that's a whole different game right there, man. So I thought this it, was pretty funny. Sometimes we have to throw these in here to keep stuff light. And that's what news news is look, about. It's look, just some funny let's shit. Let's be honest. Let's be real here. If you got if if you step outside, you got a bead of sweat on your nose, you can rest assured you got some sweat down there. Oh yeah. Male or female. So, so <laughs> your ass best be showering and changing. Yeah, you got it. You got to do that. And in our group, Pretty we talk nasty. about some wild shit. We didn't confess yeah. to some weird old shit. <laughs> okay, so you know what I'm saying? I felt like yeah. okay, wow, this is something that I, I think we could bring to the show a little, bring a little laughter. But you know, it's true, man. Like if you kicking it all day, you kick it all day. You in the house, you relaxing, you chilling, whatever. Maybe you don't change them up. You leave the house, middle <laughs> of July, August. Texas, Arizona, Florida, September ish, September. Shit, anywhere. You rolling really. in October, you still got a shower. You yeah. still got to change. You might yeah. want to have some some spares in your back pocket yeah. or something around here. That's, it's that's, so hot. That's real, man. So yeah. news, news, change your draws if but you're gonna be out in the heat. <laughs> you walk around this motherfucker like pig pen after day three. <laughs> yeah. <for sure. laughs> All right, man. We moving on to the flag. Uh, well, to the ticker. Excuse me. Moving on to the ticker. Uh this will be brief, man. Matt Castle, Matt Schaub, Derek Anderson, Nathan Peterman, Josh McCown, Jimmy Garoppolo was signed to a $137 million contract with $74 million of that guaranteed Highest after at the time. only nine 
football games. Nine. Nine football games. I watched the San Francisco 49er preseason game two days ago, and he was one for six, zero yards. And you know what's funny about all those guys that they have in common? They all have jobs. And you know where we're going with this, you know, because yeah. our TPD will, you know, hone in on that a little bit. But Mr. Colin Kaepernick has been told time and time again he's not fitting of the position anymore. No team really has a use in their offense, I'm using quotations, for a player of his skill set when the RPO is probably now, you know, the newest, hottest installed, you know, playbook everywhere and they, they were one of the first teams to do it under Jim yeah. Harbaugh so yeah. just staying in context all the guys that were listed are at, 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 at best average quarterbacks uh, <laughs> and, they, and they get jobs I mean they, they at best yeah yeah they called McCown out of retirement he retired yeah. McCown's 40 40 McCown's he, 40 he's coming back to be a backup yeah. okay so again if you don't think that this is real that an individual has no kidding been blackballed and oh by the way we kind of admitted to that because we paid you and told yeah. you not to have uh, or told you that you couldn't discuss it. Therefore, we kind of, you know, said, yeah, we were wrong. But guess what? You still won't have a job here. Take your little severance. Take your little pay. Stand in context with that. Um, reports are that he got 10 mil, but most of that went to his legal fees. Okay. okay. So, so anyway. Leave that there. Oh, man. What else we got know, in the ticker? Talk about Boogie Cousins, bro. 19 months, man. 19 months, three, three major, major injuries. injuries. And I'm not a professional player, but I know what it's like to go surgery after surgery. 2012, you know, I wrecked my bike, had surgery on my arm. 14, I had my first back surgery. 15, I blew my Achilles. So I yeah. can definitely understand. But we're talking about a professional basketball player where you get paid for your athleticism, your ability. So we're talking about first the Achilles that he had. Then we yeah. had the blown quad. Now we have an ACL. You know, this guy has been trying to get his his multi-year max deal. Um, he seemed like he was in line with that while he was down in New Orleans. And then, you know, the, the bottom kind of came out. And it's unfortunate, yeah. you know. he and, and I think he did a little ring chasing, the Golden State thing, the L.A. thing this year. Um, yep. But I don't know, man. Maybe maybe somebody higher in the in the basketball guys is trying to tell him, you know, it's just not in the cards, and it's time to yeah, maybe it, move it's, on. It's sad. It's yeah. sad. I hope uh, I hope he took care of the money he did make. That's true. So far, because true, it's not looking good. So tell me what's going on with AB and that goddamn helmet, man. Apparently, Seriously. AB's been married to this helmet ever since he joined the NFL. Um, now, I think there's been different variations of his style right. helmet, but yeah. now the league has looked at, you know, player safety, and it was like, you know what, this style of helmet, whether it's too old or whatever it is, it just doesn't qualify anymore yeah. for us to, to, to continue to use it in the league. And AB being who AB is, and we, we talked about him early in the year, how we felt like, you know, he was kind of getting a raw deal, but people, we'll talk about this later too, people can definitely show their true colors. And A.B. is showing that he's a bit of a diva, oh, and he's threatened a, to a retire. Uh, he's walked out of practice. Uh, this has, you know, made league news everywhere. Mike Mayock, the GM, is kind of like, hey, look, man, I'm tired of talking about this. you either on board or you're not. You know, Gruden keeps pushing. He says he has his back. I mean, again, I don't know. I, I, you know, people are very, very um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, superstitious. 
once they start playing sports, they wear certain things. They are comfortable to certain things. Tom Brady's had the same helmet basically for his entire career. He yeah. tried a, another helmet last year, ended up going back to his original before they banned it. So, again, he's not the only one, but Tom Brady's yeah. just not making a huge think about it. He's just like, this yeah. is what I got to do. It is what it is. So, A.B. got to grow up I mean, in this situation. If you don't want to play, man, just don't play. Yeah. But but don't be like, oh, well, I'll walk away. I'll, I'll threaten to, to I mean, retire. Like, you make yourself look bad. The game's going to go on. Yeah, like you're making yourself look terrible here. Not, just, not just, else. I just won't have you on my fantasy team. Shit, come on. I'm glad he ain't one of my keepers. I ain't got to deal yeah, with that shit. Yeah, man. Uh, nobody's All holding right. out on my team this year. So, <laughs> so, you know, we 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 changed a little bit from the agenda, and you know, initially we had um, the for the Ask the Doctor segment that was going to be about the income disparity between whites and blacks. Look, you know, in, in my opinion, if you don't know that there's already and there's been a historic gap between the income, you know, uh, between the races. Um, I don't know where you've been. So we, <laughs> we switched that to right. um, the situation where black wife, white husband, husband is Republican, wife is obviously Democratic, and they're going through marital strife because of their differing political views. Um, especially uh, given the political climate that we are in. So I posted this separate from our agenda on um, on our social media pages, and I got a pretty um, in-depth response from uh, Miss Becca Berry. You know, she's one of our avid listeners, and she follows our, our social pages. Um, she states, if political views and a marriage are driving these two apart after only a two-year presidency, I would think their divided roots are more seated in in other instances, such as infidelity, mistrust, communication, miscommunication, excuse me, finances, marital stress, et cetera. You can't blame the president for everything just because you want. Um, I didn't respond to her specifically. I wanted to read that and respond here. Um, and I'm not even going to make this a political issue. I'm not even looking at it from there. I'm looking at it from the, you know, to me, her response um it's, I don't want to be disrespectful, it's narrow at best, because anyone in a relationship, as many shows that we've had about relationships, this is an understanding that anybody that's been in a relationship or is in a relationship understands. Um, we enter into these relationships, we don't know everything about the person that we're with. We tend to, I know enough, I love him, I, I love her, I feel comfortable enough to see where this can go. Over the course of a relationship, there's a con there's constant periods of discovery. We learn different things about each other. Hell, we're still growing and learning about ourselves. So I can't say that this is rooted in politics. Politics might be the catalyst. They're just learning about some things that they just did not know previous to this time that we live in. So the so the question becomes, since this is the ask a doctor session, yeah, is we use we're just going to use you know the the situation that was that was at hand black yeah. black wife white husband there's difference I, I guess i guess my question becomes in the event that you that you find out that there is a different side of your spouse and yeah. when a comment is made like what's made in the post that she's she's showing her black side too much in these situations yeah. something along those lines what what are what is it that she can then do to kind of salvage her marriage or because again we talked about you know not having marriages where you just want to hurry up and control all delete and get out 
But if this is something that that's really worse, yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to make it all about politics, but we're not going to sit here and pretend that the birds didn't come out, you know, right. once this new administra- this new administration came in. The birds yeah. came out, you know, there's yeah, they this, did. This, this false confidence that I could say and do and feel a certain way because yeah. the office is now changed. So like what what advice could we give her? What what do you do if you if you start to look at this and you're like, maybe I am married to somebody that morally, principally, we have we're far off, way right. far off. Right. So who is this which, person that I'm with? Which this tells me that those issues were already there. They were just underlying. They just never had to make an appearance. But to go a little bit deeper, how much of himself was he filtering for her sake and vice versa? Mm. Yeah, that's and that, that's a key thing because I feel like, you know, we, we always talk about, you know, I got the one black friend or I got. Right, the, right, right, right. So, you know, hey, you know, opposites do attract sometimes and so, so yeah. we're not going to question their love. We don't know yeah. enough about them to say that, say or do that. But in this situation, I feel like think about being on the other end and you're the marriage counselor. You're the third person in the room. <laughs> and you come in the <laughs> right. room and it's like, all of a sudden, my husband and or my wife, they're showing me a side of them that's like, I hate to say it, but it, do I live with a racist? Do I live with a bigot? Did I not know this? Was I that right. blind? I mean, the way it was, you know, presented in that in that little and, segment. And this can work in both contexts. Yeah, okay, for sure. This can work in both contexts. He can feel like she's being racist and vice versa. Um, and, and again, it begs the question, how much did they filter about themselves from each other? And again, yeah, I, well, I, think... we'll, I mean, we'll never know. But that's right. my first consideration. My first consideration when I hear she is she's revealed more of her blackness. Yeah. More like, of her what blackness has come out. What, for one, what does that mean? And two, how much blackness did she reveal to you when you met and over the course of your your courtship leading into your marriage? And is that blackness now associated with the fact that every time she has a difference in, in opinion, that's right. your go to? Yeah. Because she doesn't side with just a you know a view that you may have. Yeah. Because I, I'm I'm telling you, man, we we've talked about this almost to nauseum. Like it's one thing to be like, you know, my my voting, you know, was aligned with an idea about how we were going to move forward economically, and then my voting is now over or superseded by that and i look past what i voted for and i still align myself even though i know there's some major 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 issues that are happening and maybe morality yeah humanity issues maybe she's in a situation like that where she's like i can't just sit here and have you talk like this that freely or you just side with everything you see you know because that's how you decided to you know you know, sign your name on your on your voting ballot. So that could be a tough one. That really could, because yeah. again, we don't know the entire thing. But I really think that was something that caught my attention this week. That you know caused us question. to switch. It's a good. Yeah, it it's a, a question good question. That, it was a question that begged answering. So you know, it was something that uh, when when we first posted it, um, it's just being a flash topic. To me, it it needed a little bit more discussion. So, uh, and not, not so much to. I don't think that it's up to us there's no one particular person that can give them the answers that they need right. to fix what ills them. They've got to figure out the root cause of everything. First and foremost, F- find out what that root cause is and figure out how to fix it. You know, yeah. it's a this, lot of this, talking a, yeah. lot, a lot. Of, and I don't yeah. know, are kids involved? How are you raising kids? If they right. are, um, yeah. 
there's a lot that's going to have to happen there. And I, and I think, like you said, maybe you didn't know. And, and we know things change. People people evolve or people show their true colors. People try to bury things and it ends up coming out. And this could be one of those situations. So the, the first answer shouldn't be, well, she should just hightail it and hit the door. You should try to talk, work it out, figure out, like, uh, do we really have that much in disagreement? And if that's the yeah. case, then ultimately you're not meant for each other. And then you find that out and you have to do what you got to do. But I damn sure I can imagine sitting here watching something and I'm like, did she just say what I thought she said? Or did he just say what I – and, like, what do you mean yeah. by that? And you're yeah. sitting there and you're like, so you really feel that's okay? Yeah. Or you don't see how that's insensitive or whatever? And he's like, no. So all of a sudden you start thinking about, wait a minute, I don't, you know, and some of this shit is bigger than we want to make it right. Right. It's, yeah. it's a lot bigger than we want to make it because I'm not trying to downplay the fact, like if I'm not on the same side, it's, it's, it'd be the same thing with finances. If we are in left and right field about fi- how can we ever move forward together? <laughs> you can, you know, you can. So we've had principles this discussion about finances, yeah. left and right field, you, know, you can never go forward. You know? if, if you're a saver, you can't be with somebody that's not. Yeah. It, it won't work. And this is another one of those situations where, you know, I'm, I, I can't dictate somebody's political views, but I've had conversations with people that we don't see eye to eye. And, you know, my my difference with them was always rooted in humanity and morality. OK, the economy, it fluctuates president to president. All right. Everybody wants to to. In my, this is solely my opinion. Everybody wants to say that, well, I voted for him. Well, not everybody. The people that I've talked to, well, I voted for him because of the economy and jobs, and he's a businessman. That's fine. That's fine. But how do you feel about these humanity issues, these morality issues that we now face, that, that we're now faced with? Daily. Daily. How do you feel about these things? Yeah. All right. Because I just read a story today that within the next 10 years, our Deficit's going to increase to eight hundred and nine billion dollars. I don't even know how that. That's a, who's. I stopped, okay. I can't so even count so, that high so shit. we can't we can't <laughs> we can't say that for four years of prosperity, which ultimately leads to us down to another road of a, a deeper, you know, um, deficit. That that's okay at the expense of how we view ourselves from a moralistic or humanistic standpoint. Yeah. How much of our soul are we willing to sell for a dollar? Yeah, and we have to really start, you know, injecting ourselves into the conversation because a lot of times they say, well, that don't really affect me, you know, yeah. and, and, it, and it does because you could be complicit. That's one of your favorite terms. Exactly. You could be complicit and not even really know it, you know what I mean? And maybe that's what's happening inside of their home. You know, yeah. you like you, you should feel some kind of way about this situation. And here's why I feel that you should. And yeah. then that individual will be like, well, I don't. And that's just that. And you like, you know, and 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 we are all we're all to a person. One bad decision. From being one of these people that will that that are looking, getting looked at sideways, you know, and and maybe that's maybe that's one of these discussions that they're having. Right. And this this household. Oh, now you're being too black. Oh, you're being too white or whatever the discussion is. But whatever the case may be, excuse me, they have to figure out what the root cause is because it's deeper than just right now. And that's already a problem. If, if all of a sudden you are aligning a certain action or a certain, you know, conversation and the button becomes you're, you're too black or you're too white. I think there's already a division inside the house. Like, cause what does that truly even mean? 
You know yeah. what I mean? Saying? Like w- without stereotyping, what does it mean that your blackness is coming out? Like what does that even mean if you don't already have a stereotype in mind? Um, so yeah, you know, I don't know what's really going on with this couple, but I found it conscious culture. They keep they keep us with hot stuff. So yes. we I like we that. Like I like to, that. Uh, give them a shout out because they help our show flow. We usually you know read their articles and do our own research and kind of come to our own thing on this so that was something that we find on there this week so it took the place of the other situation um but yeah i thought that was a pretty interesting doctor segment man so now is it time for the tpd or we got one news news before we got one more news news um okay okay and uh, switch it up studies studies show that um (laughs) yeah this one Western males who consume fast food such as pizza, um, you know, burgers, hot dogs, stuff like that, they have a lower sperm count than their vegetarian male counterparts. So I don't care because I got kids and they're grown and I'm not trying to have any more. Dude, my sperm count can be zero. I don't care. <laughs> I know that's too much information right now, but hey, that's where I'm at. But come look, on, Doc. If y'all trying to have some babies, man. Get off the burgers, pizzas, stuff like that. Processed right? foods. Um, you yeah. know, we always have this joke in our other group. They say vegan alert, you know, when somebody's decided to go vegan or something like that. Um, but honestly, you know, we already know, you know, there there is a benefit from clean eating. There's benefit from plant-based eating. Um, and now, like I said, I think with more research, you know, you're able to tie that into more and more things. But we also know this too. Stats can do anything you want. It's all about data sets, right? So what was the data sets that were used in this, you know, that could come into play? A lot of people say, you know, I've been eating meat my entire life. My sperm count is fine. There's always that (laughs) argument. Um, But I'm just saying that, you know, the news news is something to just get you to think, uh, maybe have a little humor in it. So there it is. You know what I mean? It it was found that having a Western diet could affect sperm count. So there it is, you know. So nobody's telling you to go change out and do whatever but if you want to have kids or whatever <laughs> man we're about to have women looking at their men sideways you gonna eat that yeah you're you gonna that, eat that that new whopper what? that's like like plant-based have you seen that commercial <laughs> yeah i saw that yeah, hey speaking which but... dude the company that makes those that, that makes the products that you know they sell it to burger king and some other places um their stock went public in march at like 25 dollars a share about a month ago, it was at two hundred and thirty dollars a share. But I don't know that's another. That's Did another you get some of that? No, I missed. Man, I was so mad. I was Damn. so mad. I was so Sheesh. mad. Now it's 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 kind of hit its floor. Now it's back down to like one fifty five because uh, I know it's another topic for another day. But they sold some more shares right, to try right. to raise some more money. Uh, so I'm I'm watching it, but it's a little bit too late. I missed that bus. Before we switch, I got to say, because, you know, the talk of the town is if you ain't had the new Popeye's chicken sandwich, then you're not even in in Wait a minute. That shit is money. 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 I I had had a spicy joint today. I had two yesterday, man. I ain't having no babies, dude. After that, (laughs) the sperm count is like maxed out zero. Louisiana fast. They they snap it back. I don't know what it is, but it's 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 off the chain. We had it today. Me and Mr. Simmons, we had it today. At lunch, uh, T got mad at me because she said I went and got one without her. My bad, babe. I was pressured by Marcus. You can blame him. Uh, no, nah, I'm just kidding. But yeah, he did say we getting chicken box. But hey, that damn sandwich is money. So go go out yes. go out there support uh, Popeyes. Check out. I'm not a fan of, of of the cucumbers is on there and not pickles. The cucumbers, but <laughs> I take them off. Get some spicy joints. I had two of them yesterday, man. Oh my god, yeah. I could have ate a third. 
But Shit's I, money. I tempered myself. I only had one a day. I'm trying to watch this figure before surgery, man. All right, that's what's up, man. That's news, news. Now it's time to get into the real deal, Holyfield. Um, now, spoken dialogue. The TPD this week, right? So, man. you know, I, I want to start this with there's reaction and then there's overreaction. Now, everybody knows the news this week was Jay-Z has signed this new multi-year, we don't know how much money, but multi-year deal with the NFL where he will basically have, you know, a, a say in how they are moving forward with their entertainment side of things. And he's going to, you know, fight for social justices and that type of thing, too. Um, but there's been a lot of criticism for Jay-Z, tons of yeah. criticism. You know, what did he sell out? Um, he didn't bring Kaepernick along with him. He made the decision without even really being informed on what's what's really been going on. He was playing himself because for two years, two and a half years, he was, you know, I stand with Cap. I'm rocking his jersey. I'm shouting him out at concerts. You know, I'm doing interviews about what I would do if I was in his position. And all of a sudden, here we are. You know, you make this deal. He's not on board. He's not nowhere near the deal. And you make it. And then you make statements like, you know, we're past kneeling. So he's caught a lot of heat. Um, and I like to say, before we get into situations like that, we all have to be able to discern between an educated discussion and then just a, a, a baseless argument about something that, that really that really, really has nothing to do with anything, right? Yeah. And and when I and when I say that, I'm talking about when you start talking about, oh, well, he making a boss move, you know, he's making money, you know, don't be a hater of the situation, then you're completely out of the loop of what else has been going on. You have to go back to the roots, like I said, two and a half, three years ago. He's in mad support of what Kaepernick is doing, right? He's rocking his gear, he's he's shouting him out, he's 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 standing up with him. And then you know, you fast forward time and you sit here and you think about Jay-Z has already been in the NBA. Now he's made his way into the NFL. Did opportunity, you know, supersede the real big issue here, the real big situation, and that being the social justice fight. Now, it's too early to, in my opinion, make that decision. But there yeah. is a whole bunch of, like, red flags because the first a one I'll start with lot. before I give it to you right. is – why did he, and this has been confirmed, reported, I'm still waiting on JD's side, but why would you, you know, advise against this for another entertainer, talking Jermaine Dupree? I've read that Jermaine Dupree, he okay. confirmed it. He okay. confirmed that he had this conversation with Jay-Z. Okay. The NFL reached out to him asking him to do um, their their musical, their, their music stuff. Okay. So, for, for all their events and stuff. So he didn't seek out jay-z for advice he jay called him directly so my question becomes why would you advise against him potentially doing something like this and then you know you come in and jump in and and, and take it did you yeah. want that for yourself there's a lot of things here that i feel like we can easily you know steer in our own direction and, and pit individuals against each other and i'm not here to do that and at the same time you know i feel like the due respect is is also needed because I feel like there's there's things that are not answered here. Um, so when you so when you're in support of something, you usually don't go and shake the hand of the man that's you know done your brother wrong, and that's kind of where we oppressor. are. Yeah, like the oppressor. And yeah. if if you're not looking at it from from the whole picture, all you see is a boss move, big money deal. Jay Z's in the NFL now. That's dope. Whatever. 
But what was your stand? What was your fight initially? And then how did that change over time? So now, P, I'm, I'm going to throw it to you. You know See, what I'm saying? Let's, let's open it up. And and you you covered um, quite a bit on the, the Jay-Z side. Now I'm going to look at it from how this benefits the NFL. So um, like I told you today, man, I, I, I was researching this for a few hours because this is, you know, one of those hot button topics that, you know, we really, really want to dive into. Uh, quite a bit. And uh, this statement by Jay-Z stood out to me. He says, Kaepernick absolutely brought this conversation alive. Uh, We'd like to think that the way we built this NFL social awareness program, Inspired Change Platform, is that if anything close to that would have happened in the future, Kaepernick would have had a platform where he can express himself. And maybe it does not take place on the field. This is what I gather from that. As long as we have somebody, first of all, has a brown prevalent face, looks like the same people that have been protesting. He obviously supports the people that have been protesting. If we can get that brown face to talk that message down, minimize the importance of it, it doesn't have to take place on the field. So you want to take that platform from those players. You can protest all you want. Just don't make it on an NFL field. Make it anywhere else. This is what the NFL has been saying since Kaepernick started. You can protest anywhere you want. We just don't want you to do it on the football field. So but now, their, But that's their platform. Right. That's, that's their, their platform. So now they have a prevalent, influential black man to make that statement for them. Which what it does, in my opinion... It minimizes. This is the NFL's way of minimizing what this truly is about. It minimizes everything that Eric Reed has been kneeling for and fighting for, everything Kaepernick has lost his job for and been blackballed for. It minimizes it all. The NFL has this, yeah. The NFL has essentially absolved themselves of taking on this in the correct manner by honoring that there is a problem. They don't have to honor it as a problem now. It's Jay-Z's problem. You deal with it. You're the face of it now. Because what I say to this, you know, everybody was, and, and he took, he said something else that was very eye-opening in that situation yeah. or in that, in that room that day, you know, that we watched in the video when he said, you know, this was never about Colin having a job. You know, you know what the situation is. This is about social <laughs> injustice. So, yeah. so then right away, you know, my mind went to the fact, well, what did you sacrifice? Right. More so a, a guy basically got ostracized, put his name out there, was was fearless in doing it, yeah. you know. However, now we've seen, yes, he has been blackballed. Yes, there was a collusion situation. Yes, they basically agreed, I'm sorry, basically admitted to it by doing a little, the little silent non-disclosure severance thing. So they basically said, yeah, we did it. And now they also saying, even though that's closed and we moved on, you're still not going to get an opportunity. But now yeah. you've leapfrogged that whole situation. So you leapfrog entire three years yeah. and, you and now married yourself to the NFL yeah. for however long. He didn't co-opt it at all. And make he, big he just moves. Jumped right over the movement. Yeah. Jumped right over everything Colin Kaepernick has done. Colin Kaepernick and others have done. Now, another thought on the NFL side. If the NFL was invested in this in good faith, if this was a good faith move on their part, the NFL would have made it a point to ensure that Colin Kaepernick was involved in the movement that he started. 
and 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 to go one further if jay-z was truly about the social injustice portion yeah. not the, not the announcement of of hey i'm here to do entertainment yeah. But the, truly about this, the same way he created his coalition with Meek Mill and Robert Kraft and all those others to fight, you know, wrongful incarcerations on the outside. I feel that he could have brought that same team, if not a different team, <clears throat> to the table. No money on the table. No deals yeah. on the table. Here's what we want to start doing for players, you know, and, and here's what we want to do to support, you know, what they're trying to do and what they're trying to get across. And you could have done that. And had no monetary value. This this reminds me of our Kim K discussion, where he's like, "Oh, she wants to do all these things and, and do all this stuff legally. She ain't even a freaking lawyer yet." And already yeah. before you could even say what you really want to do, is like, "Oh, she's making a show about it, and it's going to be on a network, and yeah. therefore here's the dollars." So again, I'm not here to criticize Jay, and I know that he's a capitalist. I know that he's a mogul. I know that he, in my mind, he had to think, you know, there's only going to be one notable individual from our culture to be able to say i've been in the nba and now i'm in the nfl yeah and who other than me to be that person i can't let jd be that person and i'm not saying he was throwing hate or shade but i'm just sitting there thinking like look at my name and look at all the other names but so here's something to consider too all right everything that that we know about jay-z publicly all right he plays the long game always this this is just this is just something that that I just want you and the listeners to just ponder. All right. I'm just thinking off the top of my head right now. The movement starts. Kaepernick loses his job. He's out of the NFL. He's still, you know, pushing the movement. He's got others that support him and they kneel. Meanwhile, Jay-Z's doing concerts, et cetera. He's, you know, supporting Kaepernick publicly. To me, what this does is, okay, Jay's about the move. Jay's about the movement. Jay's about the movement. The people that may not have listened to him or supported him may have started to support him by virtue of his support of Kaepernick. He has a broader audience at this point. More people buys music, etc. Okay, I'm just spitballing here. Uh, then JD gets the call from the NFL. Hey, we want to do this immediately. Jay Z's already playing his long game. He sees where this is going. JD, yo, man. Wouldn't advise to do it. Ah, I'd leave that alone if I was you. Things kind of simmer for a little while for, for the last year and a half, two years. Kaepernick is officially back blackballed, non-disclosure agreement, etc. Somehow, Jay and NFL enter into this marriage. No contact with Colin Kaepernick, which we've already you know, read up on. He didn't call Cap to find out, despite saying that he's called Kaepernick to find out what his feelings were. Uh, he enters into this agreement. They do press conferences. Now, he's sitting there in a prevalent position, but the thing that stands out to me during these press conferences is how relieved Roger Goodell looks. His face solely looks like a giant weight was lifted he's off like, his shoulders. He's like, whoo! These motherfuckers are off my back. Yes. They're on his back now. Yes. I don't have to deal with this shit. Now, what it, it also gives Jay-Z a different platform than he's had before. Yep. Not that he's needed it. Not that he's needed it. But if we're talking about becoming, being a mogul, leaving a lasting legacy, that's exactly what he's doing. And you know, and I think sometimes you have to realize, even in our in our everyday yeah. lives, we, we don't play with 
billions and we're not in those positions to make power moves. But there are situations where opportunity, you have to break it down and say, what does it really cost me? Right. And in this situation, you know, our morals and principles on the line. Again, we, yeah. we this is still early. We don't know what what's going to happen or what can happen. Well, the way right. it looks right now, it just kind of looks shady because if this is not about money, then what is it about? Exactly. You know what I mean? And and, and that's hard not, for me to, to put past the situation. We know who they are. We know who the Carters are. You know, Beyonce, yeah. Jay-Z, these – I mean, we seen Beyonce strong arm her way into Super Bowl 50 halftime show. Basically told him, if I'm not here, don't ever ask me again. They had yeah. already given that halftime show to Coldplay and Maroon 5 or whoever the hell it was. And then she just took it after Pushed she already had way. her own yeah. in Super Bowl 48. So yeah. to stay on track, I'm just saying, I feel like this opportunity in his mind was maybe too good to overlook. Yeah. And and by doing for the, that... For the maybe, long game. Yeah, maybe he takes game. a little the bit of criticism. Yeah. Maybe he gets the a long little bit was, was The long game... The, the long-term benefit was too good to overlook. If it, maybe he feels like, again, we are just speculating. He feels like he can take whatever backlash that comes. It's not like he hasn't dealt with backlash before. Right. You know, right. it's all a part of, of, of what, how he's become who he has become. All right, he's going to have his detractors in all things. He's going to have his supporters in all things. I get it. That's how this whole thing works. But there's so many moving parts to this that just don't mesh don't make sense. Don't add up. There's, I, it's so many me, hot button questions, yeah. you know, from the from the the, the 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 video. Like when you sit there and you say things like, you know, we're past kneeling. Now we come to the table. You know, come to the table. Like the table's already been set for three years. Yeah. Like yeah. what's 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 on your menu that hasn't already been there? You know right. what I mean? Like, and we've had very powerful statements. You take Jerry Jones, who's saying like, if you a cowboy, you gonna stand. Basically, yeah. I don't give a shit about, you know, your fight and what you believe in. There's a time and place for that. And on yeah. my football field on Sundays, that ain't the time or place. So we didn't had that type of, you know, rhetoric thrown at us. And, and you kind of looked at it like, well, damn, is he saying who's the master and who's the, you know what I'm saying? Because that's kind of how it comes which, off. What, what did the Texans owner say? Oh, well, we already know. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. already know what he said. And he called hell from his we best player. We let the, him, we let the inmates run the asylum? Yeah, we yeah. let the inmates run the asylum? So, you know, and a league that's owned by all white owners, with the exactly. exception of one, yeah. Jacksonville guy. He's yeah. I think he's, you know, from the Middle East. But my yeah. point becomes, you know, he when he says we now come to the table, I'm like, the table's already been set. Like, what can yeah. you do differently? You know, I mean, I understand that's on your agenda, if, but they if, hired you for a job. So they're expecting you to do nothing, your job first. There hasn't been any significant progress in regard, not publicly. In regards to social change by the NFL, you want to make or 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 show that you are serious about social change. You have the largest sports platform on the planet, mm -hmm. and you've yet to say anything except for um, we've made this agreement with the Players Coalition. We're going to invest money into you know inner city neighborhoods. Blah blah blah. Well, baseball's doing that. Basketball's doing that. And how does that affect? Yeah. How Black does that stop being cops? by white cops? Right, exactly. Like, the Eric yeah. Garners of the world and right. all the other individuals we can go down, yeah. go down a list. You know, and and I wanted to clear that too because I didn't want people. I'm not here to slander Jay. You cannot overlook what he's done, his works when he did the six part series about Khalif Browder. He brought a light to that attempt to that um, situation and what he's done for Trayvon Martin. What he you know what he's done for Meek Mill. Um, he's done some very powerful things. 
But I think that sometimes because somebody has such a great track record, we can overlook that, hey, look, people make human decisions too. And in this situation, right now on the surface, it looks like that was a a selfish legacy move, just like Will just chimed in. And, you know, and and trying to, you know, make a comparison, I don't want to get too off track because we're still here, but we take America's dad for all those years. Cosby appealed to everybody, black, white, you name it. And then we find above out reproach, above he reproach. This, we never judged yeah, him. Yeah, he did all this above, treacherous yeah, stuff, yeah. and now he's paying for it in his eighties. But the point was, this was the man that we revered for years. Yeah. But he had a secret life when he was doing other things. Now that's more vile content. But I right. can't. But we know Jay zs about his dollars. I mean, he raps about it all the time. You know what I'm saying? How he how he kind of you know breaks down an amazing analogy or puts a nice hyperbole on something, and you be sitting here like, yeah, y'all basically playing checkers. I've been playing chess for years. This yeah. was definitely a chess. This was move. a chess move. And, this was a chess and I'm move. I'm sorry, Colin. Now, you were a pawn in that game. Exactly. And, and you've been and taken. That's, that is this. the insulting part. Right. Of all of this to me very much so that is the insulting part to all of this um, and there there can't be a conciliatory after the fact good faith move hey we, we need to have Colin Kaepernick involved in this they can't be one of those nah. Not because now. it's it's lost its genuine opportunity that genuine opportunity was at the very start when this discussion took place yeah. you can't bring them in now because then it looks like you know you fucked up by doing this without involving him. Now and, you want to save face. And no, I didn't expect Jay-Z to get Colin his job back. But I'm saying if this was a move that was truly about social injustice and change on how we approach and use a platform, you have to have the man bes- beside you that was yeah. the initiator. Like imagine like a Martin Luther King move. Imagine like, you know what I mean? Like what yeah. happened at the mall that day, but Martin Luther King wasn't there. It was just Jesse Jackson, or yeah. or, or or you t- or I'll take one even further. It was uh, uh, what was Kennedy's brother, the one that the the younger one, uh, uh, that died in L.A. I mean, they yeah. had a, they had a working relationship. So I just imagine it was him, not Martin, there on that day yeah. when they marched on Washington. Like that wouldn't have looked that would have looked no. strange. It, you it, know what it I'm saying? Loses, it's yeah. What Jay has what this 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 deal has already done. It's. Again, from the NFL's perspective, it shifted that conversation. It now it's become a black on black conversation. Yeah, and now we're pitting like, and everybody's yeah. been going crazy with it yeah. in, in the media outlets. They're pitting yeah. people against each other and all that, and that's because there's a lot of feeble minds out there. That are, we're yeah. fighting over silly stuff like, yeah. like, oh, are you are you hating on what he's doing and this and that and the other? Like, just think about the scenario, man. Like that's all I'm saying. Think about all the position. If you go back and rewind the clips, look at what Jay Z was doing. Look yeah. at how he was supporting the movement. And yeah. then now you're at the table because I don't know if you've ever said anything negative about Roger Godell, but it, to sit there and laugh and break bread with him like that, as if this hasn't been an issue yeah. for the last three years, it's kind of yeah. almost senile to me. I'm you like, did you forget you what, what he's done to people? Like you just, you illustrate, you can't be on the peripheral and be the face of the civil rights movement. You can't be on the peripheral not even directly involved in this case in social justice and then suddenly you're the face of it right so so donna just chimed in and she's like well how do we know that these things weren't discussed privately so what i say to this is simply this you know and i say this all the time in the military before you roll out a plan you got to make sure you you understand the the entirety of it all so don't just try to jump in front of a situation like all right here's what we're going to do 
because there's going to be way too many minds that are wondering, all right, so did y'all just make a business deal and that's it? I mean, yeah. we can kind of think about, you know, what happened, you know, when when President Trump took office. We kind of looked around like, was that just a business deal or is that how he looks at everything? Like, are we not considering everything? And so right here in this situation, I'm just saying Jay-Z basically from the outskirts right now looks as if he just used Colin's entire three year struggle as a play, almost as if he's sitting back like this. He's sitting back and he's waiting. He's like, okay, I see what they're doing. I see how they're moving with that. Now here's my opportunity to jump in. Right. And sorry, Colin, yeah. thank you for what you've done. You've sacrificed a lot, but here I am now and I see my opportunity because it yeah. should have led with this. I mean, you can key in on words and you can key on key in on, on phrases, but it should have said Jay-Z is here um, to help us with our social injustice movement. He's here to help us, you know, you know, get people back, you know, in the good faith with the NFL. Yeah. And oh, create, yeah, by the create, way, create a all inclusive yeah. platform to advance this agenda. Right. Something. And he has a small, small role in helping with entertainment, but yeah. not. Oh, he's the entertainment. He's going to run the, the other way around. It was the other way around. And then we're going to fight social injustice because yeah. I mean, they was asking some pretty good questions in the boardroom. And I feel like Jay-Z wasn't prepared for those. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, so, you know, what would you advise Colin to do? You know, things like that. I don't think he was really, you know, really, really ready for those type of questions because he kind of looked like he said, what you say to me? Like, you don't know what the situation is. We all know what the situation is, yet he didn't say what the situation was. And that's one you know, of those detracting moves. It's kind of weird. That's, that's, yeah. that's one of those detractor moves. I don't know what the, what it is. I'm going to put it back on you and make you answer. Do you know what it is? In regards to, to Donna's question, um, we may not know what the discussions were, but we do know he did not talk to Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, and I mean, that's, we do know that. That's, that's that's like 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 you said, Jesse Jackson taking over the civil rights movement, but never talking, talking to, to Martin, Martin Luther King ever. <laughs> like, I think this is what you want, so this is yeah. what I'm gonna do. Like, wait a yeah. minute, you know. So again, I, I just think that you know there was a lot of criticism, there's a lot of overreaction, and, and one thing that I really seen, and I think it was a little bit of overreaction on both sides. So you, you posted this about Kenny Stills at football practice. Yeah. Um, and they said the practice started with eight straight Jay-Z songs the, the, after, the coach, he spoke, <laughs> yeah, coach, after he yeah. spoke against Jay-Z the day before. I think that's petty wop. That's, that's extra On petty, both man. sides. That's, that's, that's petty wop petty. on both sides. Yeah, that's real petty. Um, so, you know, I, this thing is just getting out of control. There's there's overreaction and then there's reacting. And then she said, how do we, how are we saying we really know that? But his girlfriend, who is his close advisor, confirmed they had just, to talk to Jason. Look it up. Look it so, up. So, I mean, look you, it up. there you that, go right That's there. how. That's how we know. Yeah. So look she's been very vocal to it. She, just, as, just as he has publicly stated that he did talk to them, she has publicly stated, no, that conversation did not take place. Right. So... I mean, there's going to be a lot that's going to be watched here. Um, And again, I I don't think, you know, I feel like there's a burden that a lot of rich people, and I kind of end this segment with this. I think there's a burden that a lot of rich people, especially when you're of color, you're a minority, you kind of inherit, right? And a lot of times we get caught up on money and we sit here and say, well, people that have made it don't give back to the community. You know, they're not putting in new parks. They're not cleaning up the neighborhood, yada, yada, yada. You know, I don't think that that's necessarily always the answer. I think when you have a certain platform, when you're the Oprah's of the world, you own TV stations and you've had your own successful, you know, running show for 20 something years. 
you're you Michael Jordan, you're global icon, LeBron, Jay-Z, you name them. You're the minority of the minority when we talk about rich. If there's 1% that is in that that wealthy elite class, then you're a small you're percentage nth, of that. You're an nth of right. that. And so I feel like your legacy for generations to come, and we're not just talking about your, your immediate family and how they're going to benefit, has to be what you're able to do um, as a philanthropist, how you're able to change the game, you know, for an entire culture, how you're able to get into certain doors for individuals and make things better for the, yeah. the generations to come, whether that be a technology thing, whether that be, and maybe Jay-Z has moves that he's going to make in, in this NFL thing. Who knows? And, and only time will tell. Only, only time, time will tell. tell. But that, that's a burden that you're kind of, solely about that's on your optics. shoulders. Yeah. This is solely about the optics. The optics. That's that's all we're talking about. We can't we can't speculate what's going to happen once the season starts or six months into it or after the season. We don't know what what's going to happen. Yeah. We can hope we can hope that that he moves this he inches this thing forward in a way that that Colin obviously wasn't able to. Um, and 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 the NFL in their transparency, they support him as transparently as possible. Yeah. They don't absolve themselves or push themselves in the back and push this all on him. Right. It can't, it can't be that way because the optics of how the NFL looks and has looked for the three years is they've wanted to hush this. Yeah. They wanted to take the protests off the field. Colin has been a thorn in their side yeah. and everybody he suspected has, has, he has, has, has further that even yeah. though he's not in the league. And I, and I really think that, you know, just to clear my name one more time, I don't think that, you know, Jay-Z should have had some kind of crazy, because people were saying stuff like, so should Jay-Z made some kind of crazy deal? Like, the only way I'll take this is if you give Colin a job. I'm not saying that. No. I'm not no. saying he should have vouched that way. Or this I'm not isn't about him getting you. a job. I, no. I won't even endorse that one. But what, what you and I, and I, I think we can agree upon this, what we are saying is to to be the face, the new face of this movement, you should have had the old face there with yeah, and, you. And, and that's what I'm saying. So if this was literally about change, you know, you can't do that without the person who initiated that change. Yeah. I mean, Colin right. hasn't passed away. He's he's not an afterthought. He's very relative. Still dealing, doing deals with Nike. Still speaking at things. Still winning, you know, different awards for his, you know, his commitment to what he's trying to do. So he's right there. Yeah. So all I'm saying is the same way you put together that team, that, that included Robert Kraft and Meek Mill and all those other individuals. If this was your next team creating, why did you, because you brought Meek, you, Meek Mills on your team for what he had yeah. to go through, right? Yeah. You supported him, you backed him, you got him basically off of a probation that he would have been on for the rest of his life, the way it was set up. Yeah. But you put him on that team. So why not put Colin on this team if you're going to fight within the walls or the realm that he was in, that being the NFL? Exactly. And that's exactly. where the optics went, went away for me. That's, and that's, that's been the point of this whole discussion. There have been some speculation in here on our part, which drives discussion, obviously. Right. Absolutely. Um, we Again, we can't speculate on how things are going to happen moving forward. Uh, you know, we can hope. That's all we can do. But okay. if this thing continues to snowball in a negative fashion, I'll leave it at this. At what point Jay-Z going to cut bait? Yeah, man. So so we'll see. This is going to be an interesting NFL season for a lot of reasons. And we know we're yeah. not going to sit here and pretend the NFL has suffered since Colin has been removed from the NFL. Numbers have been down. And we yeah. can't sit here and say that the NFL wasn't looking for a way to get us back. 
And when I yeah. say us, you know, we, us. we know who makes up the percentages yeah. of the NFL and NBA. So he knows, talking Roger Goodell, he was losing a lot of, of voices, a lot of followers, watchers, whatever. And now bringing a mogul in like that, who definitely appeals to our culture, yeah. you can't say that's not a win-win for the NFL. Because um, like you said, they silence the heat, take it off of them a little bit. Yeah. So he's kind of bearing it. And, oh, by the way, we got probably the, the biggest name in entertainment maybe ever. You know, when it's all said and done based on his stats and his record over the time. So yeah. very powerful talk. Um, like I said, this and, has been waves. We just want yeah. to give our own, you know, perspective on how it is. This was not a slandering session because I've heard the overreactions. Um, yeah. But we're just having an education, educational, educated discussion more so than an argument because I feel like all the other media outlets is arguing, you know, even in smaller yeah. circles, people are talking about. Oh, and and that's unnecessary. That that's a, and that's a, that's unnecessary. Overused me, words. It means you know, nothing. Hater means we, nothing. That's yeah. a stupid word. Always been a stupid word. So I don't know, man. But this will be a continued discussion over sure. the course of the season. We're just going to see how things unfold. Sure. Um, you know, we we I don't want to go into this as we move forward and have a negative thought about it and, and expect the worst. And I don't and at that, the moment. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I'm I'm hoping for the best, hoping that that, you know, we do see some significant. Um, I want to see if, if I had my wish, the NFL would have commercials about social injustice. There you go. That's a that, that's what that's what I want to see. You want to entertain me, entertain me with some commercials about this stuff. Yeah. Show me what the NFL thinks about Philando Castile, mm-hmm. Eric Gardner, yep. and all the other. Name of Mike unjust. Brown, name it, name it, yeah. name it, name it. Yeah. And, and, you know, one thing why we kind of still here before we move, you know, they've been on this play, play 60 thing for the longest, and they've been talking about getting kids active. And I'm not saying that's a bad movement. Yeah. That's a great movement. But let's see that narrative switch a little bit. It's not about just getting kids to be active and play sports no more. Hey, we got a bigger situation. You know what I'm saying? Some of these kids that have aspirations of being in the NFL don't make it because they get killed by cops. You know, maybe take a different approach, different side, and like you said, incorporate those type of things. NFL Man of the Year, we always talk about that award and why people win it. You know what I'm saying? Are we saying that Colin Kaepernick was not deserving because he took a stand against something? Yeah, that would be a, a, a stand a, against the NFL, yeah, that would be, against the NFL's right. And I think he, he won man of the year in other different worlds outside the NFL. So yeah. and, and not to get tied up on that, but I'm just saying, like, what are you really rewarding if you're not looking at the situation? You know, what I mean, so hopefully we will see them move in a different way a little bit and try to get yeah. more involvement in there and, and do some more things that are, are bringing more awareness to the people who are not informed. Um, time will tell. Time will time tell. Will tell. Time will tell. Time will tell. Sure. So, um, we are on my CO's final note. Final right? note. Yeah. My final yeah. note. Um, so I, I don't want this to end in a negative way, but my final note does have a little. I, I guess it has a little bit of. Uh, I won't even call it distastefulness. It has a little bit of of real in it. A lot of bit of real. Um, no, it's a whole lot of real. A whole in lot that. of real. Um, yeah. what's, what's going on? I can't get it to pop up. Okay. Um, it's not popping up for that reason, but but in this segment, my my final note, um, basically we're, we're talking about uh, Chris Cuomo from CNN. Mm-hmm. Um, he was out and about somewhere, I don't know exactly where he was, um, but he was approached by an individual that he felt was being very disrespectful. This individual was like, "Hey, Frito, 
right? And Chris Cuomo is Italian, and I believe that comes from one of the movies. I don't know if it's Goodfellas. The Godfather. The Godfather. There you yeah. go. And basically, that term from that individual was was a was is kind of disrespectful, derogatory, derogatory yeah. because of what that guy, that character, stood for in the movie. And so he was like, you know what? Basically, he was like, all bullshit aside, calling an Italian that is like using the N word. Like he's like, that's super disrespectful. Or you know, there's been other terrible words that you know people have been classed that you know, classed as and, and called throughout you know this country's history. And he wasn't having it. And so yeah. while one side of this talking about the one that was calling him names was kind of like trying to downplay, because I think at that point he realized like, oh shit, this guy ain't he ain't for that. Yeah. Um, he was like, well, I really thought that was your name. He's like, don't fucking play me. You know who the hell I am. You know what you were trying to do. And I'm not here for that shit. And he, Cuomo was like, I will whoop your ass right now. Yeah. And so, Cuomo ain't no small dude. Right. And, and, and so <laughs> what's wild about this situation, because this is a very known figure. If you watch yeah. CNN, if you watch any kind of media outlet, people know who he is. And he was like, this is not a time for me to just pretend like I'm not a, you know, I'm just going to like let this blow over my shoulder and not say nothing. He was basically saying like, look, I'm sick of this shit on a whole. I know other people go through it, but today it's me and yeah. I'm not here for this shit. And so my final note is, you know what I'm saying? It's not just us. There's other individuals that have made it to that fed up state of all races, you know, and they're not dealing with this shit no more. I told you that that false sense of, I can say, do move however I want to based on, who my administration is is going to really get somebody in a bad yeah. spot because yeah. I feel like, like we said, a lot of boober or a lot of birds came out of their nest, you know, a couple of years ago, um, and they just felt like, oh, this is a different time. I can say, I can do, I can move, I can whatever. And a lot of people wasn't having it, even when you seeing people that have known, they're not here for that. And what I really appreciate about this because we didn't see other outlets kind of you know, play fiddle here and, 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 and go out with, with not having a backbone. CNN supported him and what he did. Yeah. They yeah. didn't look at it as he did too yeah. much. They didn't look at it as, you know, he was wrong. He should have been a bigger person. Especially like if an individual approaches you in a bar and they call you out your name, it doesn't make you a, anything less of a person or who you are socially or whatever known if you don't say something or do something about it. And Cuomo wasn't going to allow somebody just to talk to him like nobody. So yeah. therefore he did something about it. And I appreciate him doing that. And uh, I stand with him on that. And uh, I'm glad that he wasn't afraid in that moment or worried about his image. You know what I mean? He was like, look, this is how I feel right now. You came at me the wrong way. I'm going to tell you about yourself, man. And, and that's just kind of where it's at, man. I feel like the same way we started with, you know, that, that kid being held accountable for his yeah. actions when he made that threat. Yeah. People who come at you sideways, you know, bro, I'm trying to tell you, don't let people, don't let somebody get you in a hot seat or hot water that you can't get out of. And, and that's a problem in this country, man. It that, really is. That's, that's the, and, and since you just mentioned that, man, it made me think, you know, we've already asked the question previously, you know, last season is actually, uh, how would you change it? Accountability, yes. that accountability across the board will change all of this shit. That's true. Accountability across the board. Um, we have seen, like you mentioned in the past, we've seen networks um, suspend people, fire people for mm -hmm. the things that they've said. Um, Dan Levitard on his show. Oh, he went off. He went off. Yep. Went off. Yep. Um, and CNN, they didn't 
outwardly suspend him for a couple of days. He was off mm. for a couple of days out of nowhere and then back on the show. But we've seen others. Like Jamil uh, Hill. She got Jamil fired Hill. for what yeah, happened. She got fired. Right. Yeah. Yep. But, you know, I, I applaud CNN for taking a stance and supporting, you know, uh, Chris Cuomo in this situation. So it's time look, to put it. It's, it's time to put look, an end to that type of shit, man. We we have to. to be we have to be accountable for our own actions and hold people accountable for their actions when they are disrespectful to us and out of line straight and up. out of line. Yeah. Call them out on it. Call yeah. them out on it. That's the only way this stuff's going to change. Yeah. And we, li- just my, we, yeah. Li- we live in a world where I, where, where I feel like, you know, that has become somewhat just standard. Like, Hey, I could say this, I could do that. And because you are who you are, you're supposed to yeah. act a certain way. So we take what happened to Westbrook. We talked about that. All the yeah. other slander that NBA and NFL players yeah. take. We've talked about that. But because you are somebody else, you know, you're famous, you're rich, you're supposed to just accept this because I paid yeah. my money. Oh, my God. Your you position know. precludes you from responding right. to nah. this. Hell no. Nah. You know, don't let no. don't let certain people get you fucked up. And, and, yeah. I, and I think that's what, what Cuomo was saying here. And I and I really enjoy his passion, man. Because until we start pushing back and fighting fighting back for that stuff, that stuff would just be just roll off of sleeves. And yeah. then there's some false fake apology that comes out. And we already we've seen that movie a zillion times. We but not. we you know we we said something along the lines of late last season. This ain't the '60s civil rights movement. Not at all. Not at, at all. all. Not at, at all. all. Somebody can catch a punch to the face quick. Yeah. And this is this is not the passive movement. It, right. it is not that that time is come and gone. And we're not provoking violence, but I'm just it's just, it's real, man. People are people, right? Yeah. So don't sit here and, and and have this false bravado, or you think you can now say or do something comfortably because you have the backing or you have this support system, which you know, and I'm using yeah. that all very lightly, but yet. They're not there for you on this day. <laughs> so that guy, yeah. when he saw the Cuomo, he's like, if my people will get out of my way, I will show you just how much you can handle. <laughs> and, and if you think you if you think you're ready for that, then let's let's make it happen. And you can really then easily see who's about that life and who's not about that life. And this guy was he's like, I thought that was your name. Dude, don't play me. Yeah. You know, that's not my fucking name. Like, you know exactly who I am or else you wouldn't approach me. You know what I'm saying? So then the, the guy kind of seemed like, oh, shit, I'm embarrassed. I didn't think that was going to go that way. People are videoing all the, the pressure and attentions on me now. Yeah, man. So that was that was something that I really wanted to highlight. And I'm glad, like we said, CNN didn't overreact. OK, and all just just chop him down like he yeah. did something wrong. You know, the customer is not always right in this situation. And in this situation. The customer yeah. being the person that's verbally assaulting me, you're not you're not right, and I'm going to tell you you're not right. So yeah. I applaud him again, man. But that's our show for this week. CO and the doctor, I forgot to start with that. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram, Facebook. You know the title, CO and the doctor on both. Tell a friend, listen, like, share. Um, give us a couple days. You know you have your audio, SoundCloud, iTunes. Um, just keep supporting us, man. We really thank you for all the feedback we get. Um, we, we really thank you for any time anybody has given us input. Hey, I think this is a topic that you need to discuss. Um, Tina actually dropped one on me this week. I know we didn't add it to the show, but don't think yeah. it, that you know it wasn't important to us. It was one that we considered. We just didn't feel like it fit in this week, so it might come up next week. You never know. But that type of stuff helps us. 
it pushes us. Uh, it, it's letting us know that you know you guys are, are listening and and you actually are actually entertaining and uh, tuned in to when we're doing this. So we appreciate that. Um, and I'm gonna let Pete say anything before you get out of here, and we'll give you guys Wednesday night back. Uh, everybody that that's you know on Facebook Live, man. Uh, I, obviously, I can't see it because I don't have Facebook um, here on my laptop. But I want to thank you guys for for tuning in and being involved in the discussion. Um, we are working towards the start of next season, getting the, the right equipment so that we can have you guys interject and we can give your feedback, um, your, 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 uh, comments live, you know, so please don't think that we are overlooking what you guys are discussing. If you are having a discussion amongst yourselves, that's the, that's what we want. We, we right. need that. And like CEO mentioned, if you have something, a pressing topic that you want us to discuss, please drop it on us. We want to shape this 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 show um, around what our listeners want us to talk about. Now, we, we're obviously going to pick things that we want to talk about, too. But listener involvement is huge to us. So please chime in. Give us things that, that you may be questioning about what's going on. I don't know. I feel like we all have an opinion about something. So why not? Let's let's openly discuss it. That's 100, man. So this has been CL and the Doctor, episode 25 of season two. Um, thank you for tuning in. Till next time, we out. <laughs>